Yo, 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 good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at in the world, y'all already know what time it is. Another Camper Chronicle Productions, it's the Bringing the Wood Podcast, and I am your host, D-Wood, and my boy Chase back in the building with me on this beautiful Football Friday slash Fuck Work Friday. How we feeling today, man? Man, it's Fuck Work Friday. Oh, at its finest, Ain't right? no better than that. Oh, for real, for real. And we gonna just, it's all football today, y'all. Y'all know what it is. We're going to talk NFL and college football, so put your seatbelts on and get ready for a ride. Because uh, Thursday night, they took us for a ride. Kansas City and, and Chargers, they definitely did not disappoint. Great, great game. Uh, we both got it right. <laughs> it looked a little rough early. It definitely looked a little rough. I was, at, at, the first, at the first half, I was like... Bro, I'm gonna have to just pick opposite teams of this man, bro. So, uh, move. I was man, like, I'm I just I should have just picked this. <laughs> but man, uh, man, Kansas City defense stepped up late, big interception late, returned to the house, couple stops, and then Justin Herbert getting injured might have, you know, been a little bit of something, but he still played well through the injury, you know. But um, big win for Kansas City, big division game. I was I was fairly impressed. What were your takes on the game? Um. It kind of, you know, we was talking about it's going to be, you know, explosive offense all over the place. You know, it, it's like that sometimes. You talk about offenses so much, the defense shows up. Man. Bro, and, and both defense. We got a cool little defensive game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was, It was definitely exciting. The Derwin James-Travis Kelsey matchup. Derwin James might have got the win in that one. I want to say he won that battle. Hey, that body slam that was That body crazy. slam was, was, was vicious. He was all over the field. He was blessing. He was covering. Um, yeah, he he played tremendous. Ashanti Samuels Jr. played well. J.C. Jackson gave up. Man, that was that was I wild. Didn't, I didn't know he was gonna play. Man. Yeah, he shocked us, and he played well. He gave up that touchdown to to the kid Watson, but you know it come with the territory, man. But um, it definitely was a big game. Chiefs now two and zero with a division win now, which is which is big. That that can carry big big sentiments late in the season because they don't play them again until November. So you got time to sit and wait. And the Chiefs schedule actually don't get easier. They next like five games are pretty tough. I know they got the Bucks in there, the Bills in there, and the next like three or four games. So I know they, they needed that win against the Chargers. But bigger thing is Herbert and his injury. You know, what what was it? How bad do you think it really was? Um, what was it? It looked like ribs. Yeah, it was yeah. it was ribs. He had a, a helmet to the rib when he got when he got hit. The uh I can't I think it was uh Donna, Dana, I don't know how to pronounce that dude's last name. It looked like Dana, but it's something different when they said. Yeah. But his helmet kind of got caught yeah. underneath Herbert when he fell. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a it was a clean hit. Yeah, it was definitely I, I a good he's hit because he's such a big guy. The way he went down, kind of folded he, up. Yeah, he falls hard. Yeah. He's a big dude, but, but he, he came back. You know, Chase Daniel got his little one. Yeah, right. yeah. Get him some money. Made him a couple quick, uh, yeah. couple hundred thousand because he got in the game. <laughs> you know, he got some incentives yeah. on getting in the game and getting but he money. Came back, finished. Do a touchdown out there, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Almost got onside kick back right. to keep the game going. He got an extra couple days to heal. Mm-hmm, so 10 days now. I think, I think it'll be fine. I don't think it'll bother him too much. Yeah, nah, you know, like one thing quarterbacks don't set out for is rib injuries. <laughs> Even Steve Young came out and was like, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to play. Yeah. Quarterbacks, that's one of those ones we got to play through rib injuries. I was like, that's deep. Like, he's like, it's an unwritten rule for quarterbacks. Like, we play through rib injuries. So we'll see though, definitely. But it was it was definitely a big game. Next Thursday is Brown Steelers, so that'll be a good one. Obviously, good we'll, one. we'll save that for Thursday for our picks and things. But we will just keep that on the head. But we definitely gonna get into uh, our teams in this week, and we got Raiders and Cardinals. Um, what do you think it'll take for the Raiders to bounce back and get a win this week? Um, 
take care of the ball. Yeah. Play sound defense, and then everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. I think I definitely think McDaniel's will, will get better with the play calling. Because uh, he targeted, I, I ain't gonna say he targeted Devontae Adams, <laughs> but you know, it feels like the play calls were set up like that. Right. But I definitely think now that teams understand that him and Adams have a rapport, like they're they're pretty good. It's going to be like, okay, now let's let's open up the offense. They paid Darren Waller, which was a surprise, yeah, right? So you know, we gonna we gonna see, but I, I definitely think they sh- they should win this game. But again, the Cardinals got a lot to prove too. I definitely don't think they feel like they're a fourteen points. Per game type of team, they feel like they're definitely more explosive. But I think they got to use Hollywood Brown more. I understand he's got this uh, persona as a deep threat, but man, if you watch him at Oklahoma, he ran a lot of routes. He can run routes, but I do think they don't want to put him in harm's way because he's small, so you don't really want to send him across the middle. But I mean, at some point, that's you traded, traded for him. First round pick, exactly. You put up the capital to get him. Use him. Yeah, I, I, I would. I one hundred percent agree. Hop out there. I I don't even know where AJ Green was. He where's he at? Right, so, definitely wasn't no wasn't right. in the game. So I mean, you got Hollywood. You got a you got a a, a bunch of receivers. Most of them little small guys that run fast. But mm-hmm. you got to do something. Catch that ball. Get down. I always used to remember Torrey Holt. Hey man, I was bruised, always bro. catching the ball. He don't. Know, it ain't even nobody yet. around him. I'm touching the ground. I got my catch. I'm laying down. Mm-hmm. So. But I definitely think, yeah, I would say if they if they want to have a chance to win this game, they got to figure out a way, especially if Rondell Moore doesn't play again. We right. definitely got to find a way to get Hollywood Brown in, involved way more than what he was and not just sending them deep because you're going to just play off coverage and sit back too high safety. and but You kind of pigeonhole yourself mm-hmm. if you uh, make them one-dimensional like that. Because that's kind of what it was in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. And that's why he didn't look good. It's like, yeah, he's fast, he can run deep, but like the kid – like you said, he was a first-round draft pick. He's meant to do more <laughs> than just run deep. But I definitely think that the Raiders got to win this game or 0-2 hole. Yeah, they're in trouble. They'll be in big trouble. They'll be in big trouble. Uh, next, we'll, let's go to you guys. And uh, Seahawks, Niners, obviously Seahawks on a big emotional, emotional win. I, I gave my shout-out to Geno Smith yesterday <laughs> on his performance. Obviously, he's going to be going up. A, he's going to be going up against a much, much more formidable front. Than he was for the than he was against the Broncos. So uh, I understand he played well, but what do you guys have to do to bounce back this week and get a win? Uh, play disciplined defense. Um, figure out our run game. Simplify the game for um, Trey Lance. Yeah, and uh, just block one of our weaknesses <laughs> is the offensive line. So you know we gotta get the run game going. That uh, will open up the play action pass and. Uh, is this game at home or is it on the road? I believe it's at home. Okay. I believe it's at home. Okay. So that would be better. I mean, Definitely. it won't be in no monsoon. How about to say? Because, you know, the weather the weather matters, man. You know? Yeah. Because that they, that, that monsoon <laughs> in, in Chicago was a, was crazy. But I definitely would say the same thing. I would definitely say establish the run more. Get it going early mm-hmm. with your run plays. I obviously know Elijah Mitchell. So, you know, Jeff Wilson and the rookie uh, Davis will, you know, get the get the heavy load of the share. Hopefully, Kid will come back. I think that'll help out a lot in the run game as well as the intermediate Man. pass game. Like, you know, he's he's the best all-around tight end in the game. He blocks, like, literally like an alignment. So, I think that'll help out. And just get Trey Lance comfortable. Get him comfortable because you see he's he can he can do – he can make all the throws. He made some good throws even in the wet tr- 
the wet terrains he played in, he made some couple good throws. So, you know what I'm saying? Protect him, like you said. Establish the run. And I, I definitely think that the uh, Niners can get a win. Obviously, for Seahawks, they're going to need that defense to play. Man, Lights gonna, out again. He's going to have them ready to play. And we know Pete, Pete's going to coach them up. Especially after right. winning, now they're going to have that confidence to think, we can win. We can be good teams. So and it's gonna be an, another emotional game. Seahawks Niners. That's you a, know they rivalry within the division, and they've had our number. Uh, it doesn't matter how bad they are. Yeah, they, yeah, they got to yeah. twice. Yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be better with no Russell Wilson. You know, it's, it definitely is like because <laughs> hey, yeah. it's a less, it's a lot less deep shots that'll be taken. But this is a, I don't want to call it a must-win game, but it's a game you gotta have. Yes. Yeah. We go in and play the Broncos and Russell Wilson next week. So. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it's yeah. definitely. And I definitely, a matchup that I want to see is Ward and DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. I like Ward. I liked Ward in Kansas yeah, City, yeah, yeah. but I'm not even going to front. He looked really good in you guys' system last week. So I really want to see how he matches up against DK because I feel like they're going to try to get those receivers more involved this week. Absolutely. You know, last week they really didn't get involved like that. And I know, like, they, these guys want to be involved and want to help be a part of these wins, too. So I know they're going to definitely, if not lock it in, DK, I mm-hmm. know they're going to get DK involved. Yeah. So I, I want to see Ward. I think we got the linebackers to take away those uh, the tight, tight end threats. He, he, he targeted the tight end a lot. So you know, my linebackers are better. In you already know Fred don't play that. Oh, <laughs> Fred don't yeah. play that. He, cover, he can cover some. It's going to be, and the pressure is going to come. It's going to come, so he don't have to get the ball out quick. So. Yeah, because, yeah, the, the pressure will be there because it was, it was the same thing last week for, for Fields. He was just able to <laughs> elude some. Right. But the pressure was coming. He was he was definitely flushed out the pocket. So definitely think, yeah, I can't wait to see Warden, Warden, Warden Metcalf lock it up. Hopefully he come out there with no gloves again. Fuck it. Like, Man, just run it like that. Just, he trying to start something new. He, was off, he held it down. No gloves, no sleeves, no tape. I've looked that clean with, no with nothing gloves. on. I'm oh, like, why are you impressing he, me like this, he man? looked like he ready to play some football. Yeah, I, I definitely. He definitely played well. He gave me. He gives me number one corner vibes, and he's showing it. Yes. And it takes a lot of pressure off of Mosley and the rook in the slot, who, you know, is probably my favorite player on the Niners. He up there. He's not my favorite yet because, you know, Talanoa. Yeah, hey, yeah. He, he going to end up being the guy for everybody. I know, I know he go. I know he waiting for DK. I want to see him, you know. You know he wants to You know he want to hit him. You know he wants to hit him. You know he wants to because everybody tried. We just seen DK get hit and the person gets up that hit him and it's hurt. And look, yeah, right. So it's definitely a, a, definitely a must see. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. I just got a little bit more excited having this conversation. It's going to be a good game. Seahawks are, like you said, they they shocked everybody week one. So, we, like you said, we're not going to take yeah. them lightly this week. And then to finish off the week, everybody will be able to see our Titans on Monday night going against the Bills, man. Ooh. Like I said, uh, I think we got we to gotta establish the run. Derrick Henry only had 82 yards. Again, the best way to combat a pass rushing offensive line is to run the ball. Like We got we to gotta control the clock, keep the game close. That way we can run the ball. Right. Because if they get up. 14 points, 17 points, and now we're throwing the ball. We playing, the Bills, we playing into the Bills' wheelhouse, and yeah. it could get ugly. But we got to establish Derrick Henry. He looked healthy. He still looked like he's still getting his football cardio up. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't shying away from contact. He took a couple big hits in the Giants Man. game. You know what I'm saying? Man. So, like, he's still contact ready. He's still running up the middle. It just now we got to get his got to get his, his second win, as E-40 would say. He got to catch his second win, pimp. But I think that, and, we got, and my eyes are going to be on the play calling. We if twenty points won't. We see twenty points won't even beat the Giants. So twenty points definitely not beating the Bills. And so I definitely feel like defense is playing well. I feel like our defense is going to kind of play well all season. Like you said, we had a few cracks in the armor 
last week with those big plays. I feel Vabral's going gonna chip those, nip those in the bud, and we'll be we'll be much better. But we we gotta put some shit together on offense, or this will not be well. Yeah, I think y'all got the perfect team to put the blueprint together. Like uh, play the time of position game, um, run the ball, keep their offense off the field, yeah. don't make mistakes, and then. Because they capitalize no. off mistakes. And Josh yeah, yeah. Allen, I feel like the more reps he gets out there, he gets better and better as he gets playing Oh, yeah, playing he gets, time. he's one of the quarterbacks that once he gets in a rhythm, it's hard to knock him out of. Yeah, so I definitely, like you said, that time of possession will be will be key in the game for us. So, yeah, and again, for the Bills, obviously to, to win the game is just to play Bills football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, get Josh Allen going early. They're going to try to get him going. I don't think they're going to really try to run the ball no matter what. Like, I just kind of think this is them, like. We not really gonna run the ball like that, you know. They drafted James Cook. He fumbled, so I know that kind of pushed him off, especially as a rookie. But like, I think Singletary is a good back, but I just don't think they really want to run the ball like that, unless they have to. Right? They, you can tell they kind of really don't have a desire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like even when even playing yeah. the Rams, they were up and they were still just yeah. quick throws. Like yeah. that was the run, it's, bubble screens, they're, they're, RPOs. Runs are give the ball to Josh Allen and let him run it. Yeah. So, so I definitely don't think. So I just think we gotta we gotta play tight in the back end, and we have to bring Josh Allen down when we get to him because we're going to get to him, but we got to get him down. We get him down, time of possession, we can get us a win. We got the blueprint for it for sure. Any other big games you're interested in on Sunday outside of us? Um, I got a couple. I am interested in that uh, Cardinals Raider game. That would definitely be one. See how that how that goes. Told you Trayvon Mullins. I feel like he's gonna he gonna he. I keep having to bring him up. It's like, <laughs> bro, he's gonna he gonna have a chip on his shoulder, bro. You, I was on the team all preseason. And y'all literally traded me on the bye week of preseason. That's crazy. Like that's wild. Yeah. Like, you know, he yeah. gonna that's gonna sit on you. I also got Bucks Saints. That's yeah, that's you know, that's yeah, good. no, yeah. I, 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 it's yeah. they Brady's zero and four. Crazy. I I want to say they gonna win this time. But it's one of those, like, I just got to see it to believe it. Because they, like, literally, and the offensive line is definitely a problem. Mm-hmm. We've seen even the Cowboys got to Brady a few times, knocked him down. Michael Parsons sacked him twice. And the Saints are beastie all the way through, oh, inside man. and the edge. And Cam Jordan can play inside and out. And he usually likes to play the tackle when he plays against Brady. He kicks in a lot. And they hold interior is new, new center and two new guards. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I Davenport on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Trying to wreak havoc. No, no, Charlie Garner Johnson though. And that was that's, that was that's the key. that's the that's yeah. Key. He's the Brady irritator. He's that's the irritant. Key. So I wonder who's gonna step up and be the one to trash talk Brady. Like that's my little thing I want to see. Who's gonna be the guy that talks mess to Brady and get him going? Because Charlie Garner, he he never cared. CJ, he never. It was like. I'm not backing down from you. I know you're the baddest uh, man, like, yeah. but I'm bad too. <laughs> and hey, he picked Brady off twice in one yeah, game, yeah, so yeah. I definitely want to see he's in I mean, Philly I now. I mean, you got you got um Honey Badger there. Oh, they already got a, little, know, history. got a little history. I forgot so, about the yeah. Honey Badger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, he might fill that role. Okay. Yeah, he definitely don't mind talking a little trash, getting a little physical. So they, got, they got a nice in Marcus May over there now. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know he, yeah, yeah, he don't mind getting physical out he there. Not, he got Marshawn a lot of more. No, he, he's, he's gonna get in. You know, he, Mike Evans, they if, epic yeah, battles. Yes, epic he battles. He on Mike. No, yeah, he got the, he he up on Mike. Yeah. He up on Mike for sure. And Mike ain't practiced two times this week. Mm. All their receivers really have been practicing. Russell Gage, uh, we know Gowing got the hamstring. He ain't practiced. Uh, Mike, Julio, everybody was on the injury report this week. So Man. we'll see who walks out there. Yeah, but I know who I know who's gonna be ready to go though. 
Leonard Fournette. Man, hand me the ball. Man, where the, where the game at? I think it's in New Orleans. Yeah, he home, baby. Home, homegrown. Home. Homegrown. Yeah. You know he'll put on the show. I definitely, that's one of the games I'm, I'm eyeing. And then another game I'm eyeing is Ravens-Dolphins. Mm, I want to okay. see, I want to see Josh. Can you knock out two, can you take down two Super Bowl coaches back-to-back weeks, sir? Man. Mr. McDaniels, can you? Spotlight's on you. Yeah. Y'all looked good week one against the Patriots. I won't knock it at all. Offense and defense looked really well. You know what I'm saying? They played into the, they played to two of strengths, and he looked good. You know what I'm saying? And now you're going up against a Baltimore team that's going to be a little bit more physical with y'all. And you know what I'm saying? And they're going to they're going to bring some firepower back on offense. Obviously, you know, I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson every game this week. So I'm hoping the Ravens do win. But Miami looks legit. Yeah, I mean, they 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 got a good head coach. And they went out and made some moves, got some talent. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you think two is a guy, you got to put the weapons around him. And they went out and gave him the opportunity to – prove itself yeah so so far so good we'll see how it continues um i like to see them establish their run game a little yeah more. they didn't edmonds most of them like, y'all man, went and got like, all man, these backs we can use it right now right now like today you know yeah, what I mean? so you know i like to see that and they got i mean they've always had a talented defense mm-hmm. so yeah, see how they do it and see what Lamar does. Is he going to still try to prove his point? Like, hey, I'm, hey, in, the I'm in the pocket these receivers. Or are you just going to go old Lamar and be like, hey, catch me? Yeah, can you? Because you know last year they, they were the one team that was went cover zero on them and it, and it worked well. Yeah, they got. I mean, they had the guys to do it. So. Yeah, they definitely got the guys to line up, and they only gotten better. So I definitely want to see how they're going to come Man, out. That, that was a good choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll be I mean, really, I mean, really, I mean, really trying yeah. to do something decent on here, man. But I'm definitely excited to see that. And then the last game is the other Monday night game, which is Vikings and Eagles. Ooh, man. I think that's a sneaky good one. That could be an NFC championship. You know what I'm saying? Just good. early as a, just right. an early prediction. is like those, those can be the two best teams coming out the NFC. If, you know. Absolutely. But the, I want to see Eagles secondary. Against Justin Jefferson, the whole secondary, because it's going to take all of them to stop that man. It's, and, and the linebackers are going to need. Yep. The D-line get to the quarterback. You so need all, be, to, yeah. to stop that man. And then A.J. Brown on nothing. Yeah. You know hey, what I'm saying? He, he, we talked about how Devontae Adams got fed. Ten catches, 155. Yes. Like, you know, now as a Titan fan, I told you, as a fan, I hated that we had to let him go. And on the other end, I understand it's a business, and we didn't want to pay him $25 million, But as you can see, he is worth the money when he's healthy. And that's just kind of... The big if is he gonna be able to play sixteen games or is he gonna play twelve games? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that was kind of the, the problem with him with us. Like he couldn't give us sixteen games. The one time he did, Pro Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a great year. But other than that, it's eight games. It's twelve games. So I definitely want to see that. But Justin Jefferson is looking like a problem. He said before the season that he thinks that Devonta Adams is the number one receiver. But he said after this year, it he's isn't. gonna be the number one. And, and after he, week he one, through that point. After week one, he 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 got the nod. Even though Devontae went off too. Yes. But he's still like, hey, I'm I'm coming for you. But I definitely want to see Slay and, and Bradbury see mm-hmm. what they can do. They got these they got some nice DBs. Avante Maddox. Talked about CJ. He yeah. over there. Oh, he <laughs> over there. See what's, oh <laughs> yes. Like it's there gonna be go. it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. I definitely I definitely think that's gonna be a game. Obviously, I'll be in tune with my Titans game, but I'll I'll have that on another screen watching it too when they kick off. Unless we start getting our ass whipped, and I'll be fully invested into <laughs> yeah. Vikings Eagles, like you know for real, because I really think, like you said, that got real life playoff NFC Championship implications. That's gonna be a good one. You know what I'm saying? I think Devontae Smith this could be his day though 
to step up because as good as the Vikings play, their secondary is not that good. Their safeties are. That's true. Their safeties are good. And then it's their front that's really well. And it it, it makes up for it because those dudes were getting – Pat Pete and uh, Cam Dantzler were getting beat. Torched. But you had, what, five drops, six drops? Yeah, yeah. Devontae and AJ not dropping all the passes. <laughs> hey, nah, that's to the house. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just, plays, yeah. I want to see how it, how they, uh, how it lines up. I want to see the coaches bring the A game. So I'm definitely excited for that. Those are probably my games that I'll definitely be locked into. Those ones for sure for sports, especially the uh, the Ravens Dolphins game. I really, like I said, I'm really, mm-hmm. really watching Lamar because I really just want to see him blossom and really show the NFL like, bro, I could do this. Just like everybody else. Like, I want to be in the same breath with Mahomes and Allen. But you, you got to go out there and prove it. And he going, this year he'll have a chance if he wants to put himself in that category. Yes. I really like that. I really like that. And y'all know it's Football Friday. So we're going to take a little break, pay some bills. we coming back. College football, y'all. And I got Chase with me now. And like I said, we got a brother who actually played college ball on a real level. So... He'll be able to, he know what it's like to be in these games and playing some big games. So stay tuned. We're going to take some breaks, pay some bills. We'll be right back after this. It's the Bringing the Wood Podcast. Welcome back, people. Welcome back to this beautiful football Friday. This is the Bringing the Wood Podcast, and I'm your host, D. Wood. And Big Chase is still in the building with me, holding strong, man. And we finna get into college football. Before we get into the games this week that y'all can turn into, I just want to uh, recap a couple of the games last weekend that I had told y'all to tune into. Obviously, if y'all seen the Texas-Alabama game, that was... A doozy, and I ain't gonna even lie. I think man, Texas might have pulled the upset if they quarterback yours uh, don't get hurt, or if the backup don't get hurt. Like man. you know, like I definitely like that Alabama showed they have some deficiencies, especially like you said, we were talking about off off camera at the receiver position. They didn't really have a deep threat. Everybody just was kind of mid to intermediate, and and Texas played it really well. It was, it was definitely a close game, and uh, Alabama definitely is on notice. Or I think when SEC play comes around, they're definitely gonna have a lot of more, a lot of close games like this. I really can't wait to see them play Georgia now again, just to see. Right. Um. I think I honestly don't think they got a chance against. Because Georgia still looks really, really good. What they did to Oregon was was right, was not cool. Because I mean, the theme being run the ball, play defense today. So Georgia can do that with the best of them. Yes. And, uh, Alabama had a problem, you know, trying to stop the run and uh Yeah, cuz B. John Robinson and yeah. he's a he's a boy. He's, I was I wasn't really sold on the hype, but no. you could do that to Alabama. Bijan is doing, really he, he's, he's a he's a real problem. I don't think they gave him enough opportunities. Mm-mm. I felt like he had more to do. Right. Yeah, but I definitely I definitely uh, thought that was a yeah, good Texas game. Yeah, Texas definitely had a, their opportunities to win that game, but um I mean, when it comes down to it, they have Bryce Young. And they Texas don't. <laughs> Bro, yeah, he made some spectacular plays yeah. late. That He don't make those plays. They, they, they lose, lose, for sure. The, getting out the sack, making the run, then the rollout, standing the play, throwing the touchdown. It was like, man, this man, is why. Walk- in the end zone, got rid of the ball. That's crazy. Right. They, yeah, like it was supposed he, to be a safety. He himself up on one hand and threw the ball. And threw the ball, bro. And it was the right call. Like It was yeah. definitely the right call. Definitely. And it really kept their, kept their drive, kept the season alive. You know what I'm saying? But, again, Texas is now ranked even after that loss because you hold Bama to 20 points. Yeah, they, I mean, they deserve it. You deserve to be ranked deserve. even after the loss. You you definitely you definitely held your keep for sure. So, I definitely want to see how Texas uh, continues to play after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't get lax because, you know what I'm saying, you're going to play some lesser competition, but don't play down to your competition or play up to your competition. Right. That's when you start to lose games. Right. 
Because I don't I hope they wasn't just playing up to Bama because Sarkeesian and this and that. Mm-hmm. I want this to really be the Texas like, that we back? used are to see. Are you back? Yeah. Or was that just, you know, you got up for that game? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we'll get into that at one of the games, I think, next week. Also, I said BYU was going to upset Baylor. <laughs> And if y'all watch the game, that man Max Hall is very good at quarterback. He's missing both his starting wide receivers, too. They out right now. One had COVID and one got ineligibility issues. And this kid, Max Hall, looks good. I ain't going to say he looked better than Zach Wilson. I'm not going to go that far yet. But he's better with the football than Zach Wilson. Like, he's very good with the football. He knows where he's going with it. And I just think that he's he might be smarter. I'll use that. I ain't going to say he's got better talent, but he's a smarter football player than Zach Wilson is right now. And that's just off me watching him last year and just watching him a little bit this year. And he, he showed out and did his thing versus Baylor. Also, Kentucky, I said it was going to be Florida. Anthony Richardson has got a big hype train going right now. But for y'all who don't watch college football, Will Levis is probably <laughs> going to get drafted higher than Anthony Richardson, who is the quarterback for Kentucky. And he's really, really good. He's also going to be a first-round pick. So if y'all didn't know who that was, be on the lookout for Will Levis. because he's going to be on one of y'all teams in the Man, future? I think he probably would have been the highest-rated quarterback he came out last year. Yeah, you know, I agree. But he said he felt like he had things needed to work on. And that's made, what I do right like moves, about yeah. quarterbacks when they know, like, oh, nah, I still got a few kinks I need to work out. And he got Kentucky on the map right now. They rank number nine, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since they had, like, Andre Woodson at quarterback. <laughs> it's been by the last time. Yeah. Stevie Johnson yeah. and them. Like, that's probably the last time they was ranked this high in a long time. So I definitely like them. And then I picked Tennessee over Pitt because I really like Tennessee. I like uh, Herndon Hooker, their quarterback. He's a taller, athletic guy. And Pitt has quarterback issues. I like Keaton Slovis, the transfer from SC. But, you know, he's, he he got hurt. And then the backup came in. I had no clue he was. He got hurt, too. And Tennessee just kind of showed their dominance in the game. So I definitely called a couple upsets. So I feel good about myself. And um, I'm going to try to give you all a couple more this week. We were going over games. First game is the early game. Uh, Oklahoma at Nebraska. And... I'm not even going to say this is like an upset game, but I want to see Nebraska because I can't think of the coach's first name, but his last name is Joseph. He's first black coach in Nebraska sports history. So basketball, football, track, hockey, any sport that Nebraska got, they ain't never had a black That's coach. Huge. And this guy's the first African-American coach in Nebraska school history. So and he's, he's the brother of Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals. So I definitely wanna uh I definitely wanna see what he does. Cause Nebraska has some talent on the team. There's no way you get twenty two kids to transfer in and you go out there and lose your first two games in the fashion they lost to to freaking North Texas and yeah. Northwestern. Like, you know? I think that's a that's a product of Scott Frost not really being a, a great head coach. Like mm-hmm. he he got some good recruits to come in over his time there, but he had a lot of kids transfer out. Mm-hmm. But he still has a lot of talent there. They had guys drafted in the NFL last year. So. Exactly, a few guys. And they're going to have a few guys this year, too, because they got some talent on that team still. So I'm hoping Coach Joseph can coach him up. And like you say, even if he don't upset Oklahoma, but just make it look good to show that all this talent here on this team ain't just for nothing. Right. You he, got, know? he got the opportunity, too, to so, do it. So I'm rooting for him. No, you already know. We, we for the people, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another game. The next game is um, at 1130, Cal, Notre Dame. And I'm really watching this because Kyle's undefeated right now. So I, I like to watch Kyle when they're up because once they start losing, I feel like they're usually going to wormhole and lose a bunch of games. And on the other end, Notre Dame is 0-2 with the new coach, Marcus Freeman, and another brother. And I really Man. don't like that. He's looking no. bad because I just seen a few of the Notre Dame boosters. 
had a couple tweets and saying a couple things. I ain't gonna say they're calling for his job already, but I just feel like they they throwing out their haterade it's a little too early. Well. No, they don't they don't do well with the with the brother coaches. You know what I'm saying? saying? So they don't, they don't treat us right over there. I, so. I, I definitely, you know, I definitely, I I, I do kind of want Cal to win. You know, just being a California kid. But man, I'm I'm I've been rooting for, I'm rooting for Marcus Freeman, man. I definitely want to get his first win just to get that feeling of being a winner as a head coach because technically he 0 and three going back to when he took over the bowl game last year. But I, I definitely wanted to win. But again, bro, Cal Cal looks pretty decent this year. So we'll see. It's one of those games you can watch if you're just looking for something entertaining. Uh, another big game, though, 1230 BYU, Oregon. Uh, again, I told you, I really like BYU. But the they, the the, uh, the betters got Oregon plus three on this game. I don't agree. And man. I don't definitely agree. don't agree. And I'm, I've never been a Bo Nix fan. I wasn't a fan of him at Auburn. I hated that he was the reason why Malik Willis transferred from Auburn. It's because of Bo Nix. So I, I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he was handed a job because of his dad's past. Because mm-hmm. his dad was a great Auburn player. So I felt like, uh, uh, you know. And then that's why he transferred now. Because Auburn was through with him. And I, you, if you watched him in the, the Georgia game, he was terrible. He yeah. was terrible in the Georgia game. And I really feel like BYU going yeah, to... Bo Nix is one of the ultimate boomer bust type players. Like yeah. he's either gonna play really well or he's gonna play horrible. And yeah. like he's when it rains it pours with Bo Nix. Bruh. He's just going rain dig himself without an umbrella into a hole. Yeah, no, and I, I definitely so I, I definitely got BYU winning this game. I don't know what I missed. I'm definitely gonna watch this game because I wanna see why they got Oregon actually has talent. It's Oregon. They started the season ranked in the top fifteen, so like they got talent, they got players on the team, but and they will get Oregon will get better over time. They got a good head coach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He gonna recruit. Uh, I think their problem right now is the defense. They don't have that physical defense. Yeah, that that they need to win those type of games. True. Offensively, they're gonna be fine. Yeah, you but, know uh, the play calling it'll, it'll it'll pick up. Yeah, definitely. I definitely got BYU. I told you, Max Hall is a really I mean, nice quarterback. I think so. he's gonna go have a field day. Yeah, I definitely think so. He's continue to build up his hype off this game right here. Yeah, definitely, definitely get the hype train going for Max Hall. Uh, another twelve thirty kickoff game. Penn State, they number twenty two, going up against unranked Auburn. Um, I, I just feel like SEC schools play all other conferences really well. So like. I ain't calling for the upset because Penn State's got a couple good players on their team. They got a new running back. I can't think of his name. His last name is Singleton. And um, he looks really good at running back. He's a uh, Pennsylvania product freshman, one Pennsylvania player of the year and all that good stuff. But, again, SEC schools play other other conferences just really well. I I, I don't think a lot of teams – there's the, there's the few anomalies, but they don't really transition well playing with that physicality. Yeah, I'm going I'm to have to go with you on this one. I'm going to take your word for it. I haven't really watched a lot of Penn State, but I know the type of talent that Auburn has. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though they're unranked. That's why I say. like this guys that put them, you know, put them in the top two. Yeah, because they, one thing Auburn is is physical and they're going to run the ball. So, it's like, you know, and, and uh, I can't think of his name. The quarterback for Penn State, he's, he's hit or miss. He's real hit or miss right now. Uh, Sean Clifford, that's his mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. And he's real hit or miss. Same thing last year. So we'll see. I feel like if they get pressure, get him hit a couple of times, he's going to throw some picks. And then all of a sudden, they'll be, be in Auburn's wheelhouse. But um, yeah, it's definitely a game you might want to watch. They got some talented players. Got a couple kids will be playing on Sunday on those teams. Uh, then 3 o'clock, Mississippi State, they undefeated. They take on LSU. And 
these neither one of these teams are ranked, but I just want to I want to see Kelly win a win a big game. They lost to Florida State in the opening one. Um, they played like Furman or something week two. I mean, beat on them. But I want to see them play against another SEC school. This SEC conference play. I want to see if Kelly can rally the troops because they, with all due respect, they shouldn't have lost to us. I'm a Florida State fan. They shouldn't have lost to us, but they did. So I want to see if he can bounce back. Big game, SEC. Mississippi State is undefeated, so they're the underdogs in this. I want to see if, if Coach Kelly can go out there and, and, and prove why he went to the SEC. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't really care about Coach Kelly. I don't like, I don't like him. Oh, no, yeah. it just, it's just something about it run me the wrong way. So I'm definitely rooting for him to lose. <laughs> Not a not a huge LSU fan. I like I like the players though. They got some good. Yeah, players yeah. Jaden Daniels, the transfer yeah, from Arizona yeah. State. I like. I'm him. mad he went there. Of course, of LSU, course. Uh, you know, I hope he do well. But I hope they lose. That's hey. what I'm gonna say. So definitely, I'll be rooting against LSU and Coach <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Go ahead, Coach Leach. You got one. You got one on this side, Coach Leach. Oh, and then another game, four thirty, number eleven, Michigan State is taking on Washington. This could be an upset game. I really like Washington. Washington plays uh they play good defense. Michigan State is a is a running team, but uh Washington plays great, great defense. And they they've for a while now, they've produced a lot of great defensive players, and they usually show up. I think this game will be much closer than than the the people think and the stat line says. Uh, so don't be surprised at a Washington upset, even though Michigan, again, another black coach. So I root for black coaches, mm-hmm. man. I'm biased and I don't mind saying that. <laughs> it's my platform. <laughs> but I, I do like Washington. They're well coached and they got a they got a lot of talent over there. Yeah, I'm always rooting for Pac-12 teams. So I'm looking for Washington to pull an upset. Uh, Michigan State is known to drop some games that don't matter. That's why I put this so, game on that list. Yeah, this so. is why it's on here is when we watch <laughs> yeah, games because so. they, they're, like you said, known for it. Yeah. Then we got uh, 5 o'clock, University of Texas, San Antonio versus number 21 now ranked Texas after mm-hmm. coming off a loss. They got not only into the top 25, all the way up to 21. Actually are ahead of some teams that are undefeated, <laughs> which, I mean, you hold Bama to 20 points, you, you, can, you can be above a few teams. But the reason why I got this game, I call it a trap game because if y'all don't watch Texas San Antonio play, they don't have a great defense, but they are very explosive on offense. And they got three receivers who are potentially going to play on Sundays. And these guys are big. They fast. They catch. If y'all know Jalen Tobert, he didn't play at University of San Antonio, but he was he transferred from there to Georgia to uh to uh Georgia Southern, where he took off at mm-hmm. because of these receivers they have here. So, um, and I can't think of the UTA's quarterback, but it's a uh, it's a brother, and um, he's really nice. So, stay tuned. I don't think Texas should get upset, but. You can play down to your competition after a, after a big high like that. You know what I'm saying? And you kind of just feel like you're walking on cloud nine. So I don't. I just want to see if they can continue to show. If Coach Sarkeesian can show, like, hey, like we were talking about earlier, Texas is back. Right. We're here. We finna run the uh, Big uh, Big Twelve until we go to the SEC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those games where you know you came in high against a, a high rated Alabama team. You know, was able to catch them a little off guard. Mm-hmm. Now you're coming in where this team is looking at you as Alabama. They trying to make a name off you. So they're going to come out as this is their their national championship. You know and y'all come out flat and you're not ready to play, you can find yourself in a game that could go either way at the end. So Right. And we know uh, 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 Quinn Ewers is not playing. He out for, they said, about six weeks with a uh, with the separated shoulder. 
And then the backup, uh, Kurt, he's got a knee. And so I'm, I think he's going to play, though, with the knee. So he's still going to have a hobble quarterback, a backup hobble quarterback at that. So, you know, it's. I think the game will be very close. And if it's close, man, it could be an upset. But I think Texas needs to just get the ball to B. John Robinson, for real. He's a he's a he's a boy. He might be the only running back that goes in the first round when he comes out. He has that type of talent. He can catch the ball off the backfield. He run he can run in between the tackles outside. He pass blocks like he's the total package. So I just feel like a lot of him and they can get in there and get out with a win and continue this uh Texas pointed upward. And then a big game at six o'clock, Miami, number 13, taking on number 24, Texas A&M. Obviously, Texas A&M just came off of a terrible loss to Appalachian State. And everybody's been making fun of him for paying all this money to all these players to go out there and score 16 points. Man. Um, I'm not a fan of Jimbo Fisher because he how he left Florida State. So, you know, it's always going to be a little funk. But. I hate Miami more, so I'm definitely rooting Ooh, for Texas A&M. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. definitely rooting for Texas A&M. As a Florida State fan, I despise the U. I respect some of their players. You know, they got a bunch of great players that come out. But I, I hate the U, and I really hope Texas A&M pulls off the upset. Man, you know, I'm going to have to go with uh, Miami. <laughs> I hope Miami can beat Texas A&M. I mean, I'm, I don't dislike Jimbo Fisher. You know, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have that bias. I don't have that type of animosity. I always like the type of uh, program that Texas A&M ran. They always have talent out there. No, yes. Um, but you know, growing up, Miami was you know it was yes, the yes. I that know was, that was cool. Everybody wanted to go to. So I'd like to see them get back to some remnants of you know. Only plus is I like Mario Cristobal. Right. I, uh, I didn't really like how he left Oregon. You see? And then, yeah, yeah, it was like... you me the wrong way, so but I understand, you know, that you're going home. Going, yeah, it's know? like, I'm from if here, this is where I went. I play lineman here, like, this is... Right. But, you know, I mean, if 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 I was a real Oregon fan, I'd be salty about a lot as, of... As, you know, <laughs> hey. A lot of, a lot of coaches seem to just bounce on Oregon. Yeah, like it's that, like you so. get up there, ride the high train, and get up out of there on them. But I definitely, yeah, so that, yeah, that'll be a college football is always better when Miami's up there. Agree. I will look now. I can agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. Football, the college football is better when the U is the U. So if they just lose this one and then lose to us, <laughs> all right, y'all, y'all still will be back though. <laughs> y'all still will be back. And then the last game of the night, and not the last game of the night, but a, a game that's going to be very, very interesting. I was literally talking to him while we were off the air. Is Fresno State going to USC, who is ranked number seven right now because mm-hmm. their offense is looking low key unstoppable. Yeah, but. Uh, Fresno State has this quarterback, this kid. Uh, he uh, is a, a very talented dude. He's a very good thrower. And um, I was watching College Football Live, and he had a quote where he was saying that he's, he's from SoCal, and he was saying that uh, he's always wanted to play for SC, and he was doing everything he could during high school football to be recruited by SC, and he never could get there. And he was like, he's, his, his dream was to always play at the Coliseum in front of his fans and in front of, you know, his families and loved ones. And he's now finally going to get that chance. If y'all could have, if you you had to be there to see it, the kid, it wasn't it, like it wasn't a joke. He was dead serious. So, and if you've never seen him play, uh, go put the tape on him. I hate that I be forgetting these guys' names. I be having a lot of kids' names in my head at college football. <laughs> but uh, he's a very talented player, and I definitely think he's gonna. Um, I definitely think he's gonna he's gonna put put some pressure on SC because SC's defense is lacking, and uh, Fresno State can score points. They did the same thing last year. They upset it uh, UCLA and in Pasadena last year. And there was this kid throwing the game-winning touchdown, getting smacked around because he's a smaller guy. Jake Hanner is his name. 
Uh, he's really, really good. Go look at him, guys. Like he's a talented kid, and I think this will be a under a undercover test for SC. I obviously the offense is going to score points, but this could be a shootout. Uh, like I said, SC's problem is they still don't play defense, and that was Lincoln Riley's problem at Oklahoma. He hasn't figured out how to coach both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean this is like I said, you know, football, college football is always better when Miami's up there. It's also better when USC was up. That was the other team. You yeah, know? no Trojans. After, Trojan. after the Miami run, it was the Trojan run. So it's always great. And one of the teams that always played them well was Fresno State. You look at some of the highlights, classic Reggie Bush plays. Mm-hmm. Happy to Fre- Fresno State. State. You know what I'm saying? So, so. you know, this is a, this Fresno State has a lot of SoCal kids, California kids. Yep. And, you know, they have something they want to prove. So this is always a great challenge for USC. Although it might be close at the beginning, I can see them busting it open because that offense is That offense is crazy. explosive. So, yeah, like you said, one or two stops. And they score, and all of a sudden, right. they down two, but three touchdowns. They're going to they get their points. They're going to get their numbers. They, mm-hmm. that, that quarterback is legit. Yeah, he's a, he's a real problem. And I think he'll be playing on Sundays, too. Like, he's got some talent. And, again, those are some of the games that we got for Saturday for my college football people. And, and Florida State play tonight for y'all that want to know. We play Louisville. It's not a game I was – I ain't going to really put too many of our games out there because I'm not a fan of our coach, Mike Norvell. I don't really feel like he's really putting his stamp on the team. So I'm 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 kind of just you know I'm really about whatever on him at this moment, but I still watch all of my Florida State games because I just I gotta see us play. I'm a, I'm a fan, so I'm a fan first. But we gotta step our game up. We play Louisville tonight, five thirty on ESPN. So if y'all still want to watch a little college football tonight, y'all can definitely do that. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast, dog. Y'all know, man, I'm I'm dropping two times a week now. It feels good, and people are still listening. And as long as y'all listening, I'm gonna keep dropping. Y'all going to hear more of Chase, man. He, he he said he's enjoyed doing this, so I'm going to try to get him on as much as he can. Again, we're working on getting the visuals going so we can get the visuals going on YouTube and y'all can really see the layout and how we do these things. And You know what I'm saying? And just watch us do our thing. You know what I'm saying? Some real sports lovers just trying to give y'all the best uh, information we can. Got anything to say, man? It's Friday, man. Enjoy the weekend. Please enjoy the weekend. Again, y'all, thank you to everybody who stay on me. Y'all already know. This is the Bringing the Wood podcast, a Capricornical Productions. It's D Wood, and I just brought the wood. Happy Fuck Work Friday, people. Yeet!